You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. If the very thought of seeing hordes of giant rabbits thundering across the screen and running rampant on a small Arizona town makes your blood run cold, you either suffer from a case of leporophobia, or you possibly caught 1972's Night of the Lepus on the Late Late Show as a kid. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is Sci-Fi 5, your five minutes of science fiction history for October 4th. And it was exactly 50 years ago today that Night of the Lepus hit the big screen in the U.S., a science fiction horror film with a premise so bizarre that it was destined to become a cult favorite at local drive-in movie theaters, and an easy target for the Riff Tracks team. Night of the Lepus was adapted from the 1964 novel by Russell Braddon, entitled The Year of the Angry Rabbit, whose setting is not Arizona, but Australia. That is not the only major difference between the source material and the 1972 film. The book is intentionally played for laughs, if dark comedy, where the Australian Prime Minister not only takes over the world for a short period of time, but the giant mutated rabbits are not destroyed by any type of superweapon that man can create, but by floodwaters called up by the Aboriginal peoples. When producer A.C. Lyles took on the project, though, he decided that it would be best to present Night of the Lepus as a straightforward horror film, so the humor of the finished movie was obviously unintentional. Lyles made a name for himself in the Western genre, with the likes of Rawhide, Black Spurs, and Johnny Reno tasking Don Holliday and Jean R. Kearney to adapt the novel. Kearney had written a handful of Night Gallery episodes, including the moving and well-remembered segment Silent Snow, Secret Snow. To sell the horror of giant rampaging rabbits, two things were needed. Believable special effects, and a strong cast. Hey, one out of two isn't bad, right? At the end of the day, the one thing that you can't fault Night of the Lepus with is how seriously the cast take their roles, with a legendary list of actors such as the Monster Club's Stuart Whitman, Psycho's Janet Leigh, and Motel Hell's Rory Calhoun, to say nothing of two of the chief medical officers who served aboard the USS Enterprise, DeForest Kelly and Paul Fix. That's right, Dr. McCoy and Dr. Piper together at last. Just as A.C. Lyles made his name in Western films and television, it should be noted that pretty much everyone cast in Night of the Lepus was no stranger to the Western genre either, including both of the former Star Trek actors. The special effects used to bring about the enormous rabbits tearing through the town simply involved filming dozens of rabbits leaping on and over miniatures, all played in slow motion in the movie itself. For those close-up shots of frightening attacks on humans, It was most likely ketchup that was applied to their adorable faces to simulate the carnage. But what of the plot for Night of the Lepus? Rancher Cole Hillman, played by Rory Calhoun, has a very big problem on his hands. Due to the extermination of the local coyote population, rabbits are running rampant on his homestead, so he asks for assistance from the local college president on how to thwart the threat. DeForest Kelly plays Elgrin Clark, and he goes to enlist the help of two nearby researchers, Jerry and Roy Bennett, played by Lee and Whitman. It turns out that Hillman is against using deadly poison on his ranch, which suits the Bennetts just fine, as they believe that the problem can be solved biologically with hormones, disrupting the rabbit's breeding cycle. Thanks to Bennett's young daughter, however, who has become attached to one of the captured rabbits, it manages to escape the lab, and helps spark a revolution of rampaging rabbits who have grown to the size of houses! 
As the body count begins to rise, the Bennets and other citizens must attempt to survive the Night of the Lepus. It probably will come as little shock that the movie didn't fare so well at the box office. Critics at the time were less than generous with their reviews and perhaps, understandably, were not filled with horror by the attacks of rabbits. That trauma would have to wait six more years for the animated adaptation of Watership Down. But that's a whole other movie. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for October 4th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.